You Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good afternoon, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. It is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Today, the BYU Cougars face the Dayton Flyers in the seventh place game in the Bahamas. The Cougars dropped their second straight game on Paradise Island, falling to Butler last night, 75-70. to The Cougars trailed by seven at halftime, but came out of the locker room feeling it. BYU began the second half on a 12 12- to nothing run to take a five-point lead. Unfortunately, the Bulldogs would make a run of their own. They would retake the lead and never relinquish it, despite the Cougars getting as close as one on multiple occasions. Fusina Traore had a big bounce-back game in the loss, finishing with the double-double, 21 points and 12 rebounds. Gideon George had 14 points as well as six assists. Rudy Williams would also score 12 to get BYU three players scoring in double figures. The Cougars could not get going from the perimeter, however. BYU shot 3 of 20 from 3. Now, BYU's opponent, Dayton, just like BYU, is also 3-3. Three and three. The Flyers lost to NC State yesterday, 76-64. to the Flyers own the fifth best field goal percentage defense in the nation. Right now, opposing teams are only shooting 32.6% against them. So that's something to pay attention to today. BYU's shooting, for the most part, has been good, but they will go through these little lulls where they just cannot hit anything. Something to pay attention to today, knowing how good the Flyers' defense is in terms of the opposition's field goal percentage. One of the players to pay attention to for the Flyers is Ron Holmes the second. He is the team's leading scorer. He's averaging 13 points per game. Both teams coming into today looking to snap a two-game losing streak and avoid going winless in the Bahamas. Now, there is some news to update you on. Uh, you uh, heard during postgame last night, uh, Greg Rubel and Mark Durant talking with head coach Mark Pope, and they were referencing uh, the status of Spencer Johnson at the time. Nothing was necessarily known in terms of uh, exactly what was going on. Um, Greg Rubel just tweeting out uh, within the last couple of minutes uh, that, uh, that Spencer Johnson will miss today's finale against Dayton, um, dealing with some sort of a knee issue issue. Uh, That means there's going to be a change in the starting lineup. Uh, Noel Waterman will move into the starting lineup. So your starting five for today will be Rudy Williams, Jackson Robinson, Gideon George, Noah Waterman, and Fusine Traore. So uh, losing Spencer Johnson, that's certainly when you're trying to snap a two-game losing streak, losing uh, one of, if not your best consistent player, certainly uh, is going to up the ante in terms of the level of difficulty for BYU today. But we know this team's bench has provided a big lift in the wins. So that's something today that maybe uh, Noah Waterman, who we know can shoot the basketball, putting him in the starting lineup, maybe that gives uh, BYU a different look. And then the bench can... uh, step up again today against Dayton. All right, for more on today's matchup, and they do reference the uh, the situation with Spencer Johnson, who uh, left the game. Uh, Greg Rubel talked with assistant coach Nick Robinson earlier today. Coach Nick said this tournament has been quite the test. 
Yeah, I think that this might have been the best multi-team event field, right, battle for Atlantis, right, in college basketball this year. So, um, you know, for us to be able to be at this point to play a, a really good Dayton team, I don't think either of us expected to be here at this particular time, both at 3-3. Three and three. Uh, But here we are, right, game at 3.30, and um, we've got to come out and compete. Um, Dayton, uh, you know, really prides himself for the defensive end. Uh, they do a great job, right, in all facets of the defense. And so, um, you know, Coach Grants takes a lot of pride in that for many, many years. And so we're going to have to, you know, do everything we can uh, to protect this ball, earn and find great shots for our teammates, and, uh, you know, get out in transition have a little fun. When you came into this week, you knew which teams you would have in terms of scouting assignments. Is that right? Well, we did early on, right? And then um, as you get later and later in the tournament, you kind of have to uh, prepare uh, on somewhat short notice, uh, which is totally fine. Been through it uh, many times um, but we found out uh, you know after our game last night who we, who we would be playing and so we've had a quick turnaround in terms of preparation um, but uh, we feel like our guys have a good feel at this stage um, of multiple of their actions um, you know in terms of their personnel and uh, you know we've got to do a great job of guarding them um, both in transition and in the half court so as you do have the Dayton scout uh, which stand what stands out primarily uh, from them or from what you've seen this week in particular? You know, I think for them, um, you know, their uh, uh, shooting guard, uh, Elvis, uh, number 24, has done a nice job, um, you know, of being able to, uh, you know, find shots, right? Uh, him and uh, uh, Mr. Duran Holmes, uh, who's really their team captain, team leader, um, you know, those guys have done a nice job of executing their offense. And Holmes is their big. He is, yep. yeah, yeah, um, of executing their offense. And, um, you know, they've got a couple of shooters, uh, you know, uh, number 55, Mike, uh, who started yesterday but has come off the bench uh, kind of at that guard wing spot, uh, you know, is shooting, for, you know, 40% from three. Um, and then uh, 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 Amzil, number 22, he's also shooting 40% from three. And everybody else, you know, we're going to have to, you know, really stick to our principles, do a great job of defending. And ultimately, we got to finish our defense with rebounding because they do uh, do a good job at, I think, 10.5 offensive rebounds a game. Right, it crashed in the glass. We want to limit their opportunities there. Schematically or philosophically, what about an Anthony Grant team makes them so good defensively? Yeah, I think some of it has to do with their length, their length, right? Some of it has to do with their toughness, um, and then you know, defensively, they always just seem to be there, right? <coughs> Excuse me. Whether that's one guys or one and a half or two guys, they always just seem to be right there, um, and then they actually do a really good job of limiting. Um, uh, you know, offensive rebounds uh, from their opponents. Now, I think that we're really, really good in that area. Absolutely. So, that, you know, to me, that's going to be the battle of the night is, you know, who can, uh, you know, kind of dominate the glass uh, or earn, right, those 50-50 contested rebounds, uh, you know, for extra shots on our end um, and to finish our defense from our standpoint. Another storyline is, is uh, tempo. Uh, you speed it up, they slow it down. Yeah, for us, we want to play with great pace. We want to play with great tempo. Um, you know, for them, they only play six or seven guys. And so, you know, they want to be able to get uh, action from one uh, side to the next side to the next side. Uh, whereas we want to be able to force turnovers and get out and run um, uh, and finish our defense and get out and run. 
We'll hear Coach Pope talking about this a little later on in our pregame broadcast, but uh, you go without Spencer Johnson for the first time this season. That will give you a bit, a bit of a different look as well. It will. You know, we've got to adjust. You know, next guy's got to step up and uh, be prepared to come in and play, uh, you know, with a lot of energy and enthusiasm for the game today. Um, you know, quick turnarounds for everybody. Um, but again, right, this is one of the best tournaments in the country right now and uh, one of the best fields. And so, you know, we've got to be able to come out and compete at a really high level on day three. Even though it's only no, only November, uh, two desperate teams in Dayton and BYU, each wanting to take a win back home with them today. Absolutely, right? Both sitting at 3-3, three and three, a 500 record. We, we want to get, uh, uh, you know, back to Provo and being 4-3 and three right now. So uh, we've got to respond. We felt like, you know, after day one, day two, we got better, and we need to get better today, uh, but ultimately come, come away with a win. Coach Robinson, always great to visit with you. Thank you for the time. Best of luck in this one. We'll see you back in Provo. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Go Cougs. Thank you to Coach Nick Robinson as well as Greg Rubel. Greg getting that interview earlier today. Greg uh, will not be on the broadcast today, so it's good to hear Greg a little bit early. He was able to help us out getting the uh, the pregame interview. He'll obviously still, I believe, conduct the interview with head coach Mark Pope that you will hear coming up a little bit later on. But Greg is in the process of uh, flying back to uh, to the States and will uh, get ready to call the football game tomorrow at Stanford. So on the call today will be the great Mark Durant and Tyson Jex. So that will be your broadcast tandem today. So speaking of Mark Durant, we will talk with him when we come back. We'll head to the Bahamas, the Imperial Arena, as we get you ready for BYU and Dayton. Our courtside conversation with Mark Durant is next when we return on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's that time, courtside conversation time with Mark Durant. And Mark, uh, he's the play-by-play guy today. He's in the he's in the main seat tonight, and he joins us from the Bahamas, the other game uh, there at uh, the Imperial Arena, still going on. Uh, Mark, how was your Friday after Thanksgiving? Did you get all of your your Black Friday shopping taken care of before the game today? <laughs> no, not a lot of shopping uh, opportunities for someone of my means here at the Paradise Island uh, <laughs> Atlantis Resort. Uh, but we had a great time. My wife and daughter are here with me. We're having just having an awesome time. It's been a great Thanksgiving. To spend time with them, uh, so it's been pretty special. And now, man, tell you though, I got to work today. I, let me let me tell everybody back home what the deal is. First, color commentary, super easy, very little responsibility. Play by play, it's it's nerve wracking. You got a lot of stuff. Greg Rubel has put in all the legwork for me, so it's actually pretty easy. But it's this is a big responsibility. This is like filling in. You know, when you're filling in for Greg Rubel or Jason Shepard, it's like trying to fill in for michael jordan or lebron james let's be honest about it. it it is not an easy deal so everybody out there bear with me know know that this is not what i do if you want me to be an expert at something come ask me for legal advice but if you want me to be an expert at play-by-play you're not going to get it today okay well mark though this is not something that is new to you you've actually done this several times do you remember the last time that you were the play-by-play guy Oh, let's see. I mean, it's been a while. We, we, Russ Larson and I had done a couple of games. We did all the South Padre Island uh, games. I remember that year. We did a UCLA game away, but I can't remember. When was the last time? Do you know? 
I, I don't it's been remember. Because I, I, it's I been wondered. A it, I, yeah, right, it's been a couple right, years. Right, uh, so look, the powers everybody be, knows you're great. <laughs> right, and so the powers that be said, you know, Mark's a nice guy, but he's this is not his deal. Let's make J- let's get Jason Shepard out there when you travel and make sure we got someone who knows what they're doing. Take care of it. You, you will be fantastic. Everybody knows that. Let's uh, let's focus on this. But look, before we get into anything specific, obviously there is a change in the starting lineup due to the injury situation with Spencer Johnson. But but let's just go here. BYU's trying to salvage a game in the Bahamas. Dayton's trying to do the same. For BYU, how big would it be to get a win today for this team right now? I think it would it would do a lot of good for this team. I mean, they're playing hard, but not seeing a lot of great results at this point. That that's discouraging, right? So just from a mental aspect, I think it's important for these guys to get a win. You know, Dayton's a team like BYU has had some close games. Barely lost to Wisconsin by one. Uh, played, I think, uh, North Carolina State pretty close, and and they're kind of the sa- it's kind of the same tournament that BYU's had as what Dayton's had. But they're a good team, high Ken Palm rating. They got a lot of starters back, uh, quality players. They play very slow and deliberate, so that's really going to be a challenge for BYU, who you know turnover prone, and so you can't turn it over in a limited number of possession game, and so it's going to be a real challenge. But you know, Dayton's always ha- always has a good program. They're, it's just a solid program and desperate for a win like BYU. So I think this would be a great battle. Okay, let's focus on Spencer Johnson. I'll ask you this two-part because they're obviously if Spencer Johnson's not going to play, somebody else has to move into that spot. So let, let's put the Noah Waterman side of things off uh, for just a second and just focus on what BYU's missing without Spencer Johnson if you're just tuning in. Uh, dealing with a knee injury, that's all we know. We don't know anything about severity, anything specific. We just know he's not going to play today. No, Waterman is going to step into the starting lineup. But for Spencer... Um, Mark, you know, you're talking about a guy that started every game so far. He's averaging 11 points. He shot the ball well from the field. It's almost 50%. He's shooting 33% from three. You know, this is a guy that BYU has been able to count on in all of these games, wins or losses. What type of loss is that today to not have him in the lineup? I think it's a critical loss. He just brings so much to your team. He's not a flashy guy, not a a 30-point-a-night guy, but... Is your, he's your backbone on defense, your best defender. He always draws the best uh, offensive player for the other team and kind of runs the show defensively. Uh, he, he is a good shooter. He, he struggled in this tournament from three, but he's a good three-point shooter, maybe your best three-point shooter at this point, most consistent. Um, and he, he provides leadership that's desperately needed for a team that a little bit frantic, frenetic, not you know not disciplined as, as they should be and, you know, he's a guy that brings some of that. When Now you're talking about you already lost your, a senior guard in Trevin Nell, now possibly losing Spencer Johnson for hopefully not too long a time. But, you know, that, that takes away all your guys with a lot of experience coming back, and and you get you get younger, which they're already young to start with, and you get even younger. So that's a real challenge, and you always feel bad for guys that have put in so much time and effort. You just really see Spencer stepping up and, playing good basketball you just hope and pray that it's not a significant injury that's going to keep him out for an extended period so we'll, we'll see how it goes it you know, swelled up last night it, they were hoping it was in the first half they were hoping maybe you know just kind of hit the knee on the ground and it was that kind of injury but i'm not sure he did hit the knee which is not a good sign but we're not going to you know be doom and gloom about it until we know exactly what it is but he will definitely not play today 
Okay, so one thing that we have known about this BYU starting five is that they didn't have a ton of size. That will significantly change with Noah Waterman coming into the starting lineup. At 6'11", he by far is the biggest guy from a height standpoint in the starting five. What do you think that does from, a, from helping this team in terms of its start, but also then who has to step in off the bench to fill the minutes that Noah was giving you? Yeah, well, I actually like Noah coming in. Uh, I mean, he's a seven-footer, but let's face it, he's a guard. He's going to be out on the perimeter. Uh, and, and so you're not going to change your rotations much. Everything that Spencer does, Noah, or Noah can do. And, uh, and, but, but what he does bring, I mean, this, this good rebounding lineup. I mean, look at this lineup. Gideon and Jackson and Noah and Foose or Atiki. I mean, that's a really good rebounding team. They were excellent on the boards last night. Uh, offensive rebounding was really good. I think Noah can only help that uh, with his length. Also, you know, he poses problems because he is a bigger guy that can spread the floor. And defensively, he, he, you know, he's hard to shoot over. I mean, let's face it, he's, he's yeah. able to defend the three because he's just hard to shoot over and moves his feet really well for that size. It's, my daughter's like, she, she, she knows basketball. She's like, He's so tall, but he moves. I mean, he can really guard on the perimeter. That's really unusual for that size to be able to move like he does. So I like. I actually like Noah. I, I, I think he's gonna. I think he's ready. I think he's gonna step up. He's been shooting the ball pretty well. The question is, you know, Coach Pope has, has gone with the five starters, and then that the next five, and he, he, I don't think he's gonna be able to do that as much. I'd like to see a guy like Dallin Hall really step up. He, he, he has not played well in this tournament. He's turning the ball over too much. He's not shooting well. Trey Stewart, I think, has played well, but not shooting well. I mean, these are opportunities, man. You hate seeing guys get hurt, but, man, what opportunity for guys to play and assume a greater role. But you you just got to come in, Jason, and not do, do dumb things, really. I mean, I don't want to call a player dumb, you know, but they're trying. They're doing the right thing. Just take care of the ball. I When I played, you know, I I just wanted minutes, and I thought, I just want to do things that not going to make the coach mad at me. I want to go get rebounds. I want to play good defense. I want to play solid, not turn it over. I don't need to go score 20 points. I just need to take care of the ball. And I think that's what these guys, they just need to be smart when they're out there. Take care of the basketball. Don't do things that make the coach go crazy because, man, that's just not a way to get more minutes. We're seeing BYU make runs in all these games, but it's the inconsistent, or excuse me, it's the consistent positive play that right now is eluding the Cougars in these losses. This is going to be game seven. Now, and granted, I realize it's still a very small sample size, but are you still surprised we're seeing some of the same mistakes this this late into the season, or is that still to be expected just through seven games? Uh, I am surprised. I mean, it's one thing to make mistakes, but to keep making them over and over. These guys are college basketball players. They should know better. They need to be better. I think maybe part of it is the level of competition has risen a little bit. That can kind of set you back a little bit on your progress as far as not making mistakes. I, I will say, though, that you know from half to half in this tournament, they've, they've been better. The turnovers in the second half were really good. Last night, just couldn't make a three, but they, they really took care of the ball yep. really well. So you're seeing signs of getting better, but I'm surprised that it's still as big an issue as it has been. Okay, you referenced this a little bit ago when you were talking about the Dayton Flyers, and you mentioned, you know, Ken Palm likes this team. They're, they have a high Ken Palm rating, which is certainly good. 
But just like BYU, they've dropped their first two games here. They're, you know, desperate for a win so that they leave the Bahamas with something. Give me your breakdown of what you see from this Flyer team. Well, again, just really deliberate, play really good defense. Uh, five of six games for Dayton. The, the, their opponent has 62 or less points. Only had 64 yesterday in the game. That was, that was like a great high-scoring game for their opponent yesterday. They got 64. <laughs> so, I mean, they're, they're going to slow it down, <laughs> play really good defense, guard, guard the perimeter. They're not a great three-point shooting team. At least didn't show it yesterday. Uh, you know, it's just going to be – it's almost like one of those Air Force games that I used to play way back when. It's just going to be ugly probably, uh, and you have to take care of the basketball and just be be smart and try and find a way to to grind it out because it's going to be a grinder in this one. All right, well, uh, we will hear you on the call. We will hear Tyson Jex, BYU uh, basketball media relations. Um, I'm trying to think of the best word. to describe what Tyson does, because he literally does everything, and he's the man. But he's going to be your color analyst today. So fans are in for a treat. You get to hear Mark. You get to hear Tyson. They will be filling in uh, for Greg, who, uh, like I said, is flying back, uh, getting ready for football at Stanford tomorrow night. Mark, thank you so much, as always, for the insight. We will let you go and get ready for the call. We will hear you coming up in just a little bit uh, with uh, the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Thanks, Jason. Always a pleasure. Wish me luck. <laughs> All right. You, 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 good luck to you, but you know you're the man. That is the great Mark Durant. He will be on the call today filling in for Greg Rubel alongside Tyson Jex. All right, coming up next, we will get you some updated scores on what's going on in college hoops, plus a preview of tomorrow's regular season finale for BYU football. Before we move any further, though, want to remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. Cougar Pregame Live is presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, getting you ready for the seventh place game between BYU and Dayton at the Battle for Atlantis on Paradise Island in the Bahamas. BYU, not the only local team in action. Utah Tech taking on North Dakota. They are at halftime, and the Trailblazers trail by five. North Dakota with a 34-29 to lead over Utah Tech coming up later on tonight, and by later I mean 9 p.m. Mountain Time. Southern Utah will be taking on Texas State in the North Shore Classic, so SUU and Texas State at 9 p.m. All right, top 25 action games going on right now. It does not look like there are any. There is one final however. It was number 11 Indiana defeating Jackson State and they won big. 90-51 to is the final score. The rest of your top 25 day looks like this coming up at 1.30 Mountain Time. Number 8 Duke will be taking on Xavier. Number 23 Maryland over, will face Coppin State. Number 1 North Carolina and Iowa State will battle each other at 3.30. Fifth ranked Virginia taking on Maryland Eastern Shore. Clemson hosting number 25 Iowa while they're at the Emerald Coast Classic Classic in Florida so there's not necessarily hosting uh, also number 22 Tennessee and number 3 Kansas 
will battle for the championship at the Battle for Atlantis. 14th ranked, or excuse me, 16th ranked Illinois facing Lindenwood. A battle of two top 20 teams. Number 20 UConn and number 18 Alabama will face each other tonight on ESPN at 7.30. 6th ranked Gonzaga and number 24 Purdue will battle at the Phil Knight Legacy. And at the Phil Knight Invitational, it is Oregon and number 12 Michigan State. That game getting underway in Portland tonight at 10 o'clock Mountain Time on ESPN2. Uh, one college football game to update you on with local ties. Utah State on the road at Boise State. They're in the fourth quarter, nearing 12 minutes to go in the fourth, and the Broncos leading the Aggies 28-17. All right, staying with football, BYU football wraps up the regular season tomorrow night at Stanford, and it's a late one too. Make sure you get in your nap. I'll have pregame coverage starting at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Kickoff at Stanford is set for 9 Mountain Time. The Cougars are already bowl eligible, so the game has no bearing on that. But against a struggling Cardinal team, a good performance from the Cougars could really help take momentum into the bowl game and the offseason, so says Joe Tukawafu. Um, Yes, I think any Power 5 team that we play will add momentum to, to who we are and, and what kind of football that we play in our brand. Um, and I think playing this will just set the tone for how next year could play out and um, set the tone, especially for the offseason. Um, that's a big time where a lot of the players develop their bodies and they put in a lot of time. And so it'll be good to end this one um, on the right note and against a very great opponent, Power 5. And so um, we're going to go out Saturday and play our best. Again, pregame starts at 7 p.m. Mountain Time tomorrow night. Kickoff from Stanford, set for 9. Coming up next, we'll get you back to the Bahamas, the Imperial Arena on Paradise Island for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Cougar basketball fans. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Welcome back again courtside inside the Imperial Arena at the Atlantis Resort on Paradise Island in the Bahamas. As the BYU Cougars today conclude play in the battle for Atlantis. The 3-3 three and three Cougars taking on the 3-3 three and three Dayton Flyers. Seventh place game. Only the third time. All-time meeting between BYU and Dayton in their first matchup in more than 60 years. My name is Mark Duran. I'm sitting in for Greg Rebell who has been an early island farewell as he travels stateside to Stanford for tomorrow's BYU football game. I'm very happy and excited to be joined on the headset by my good friend, BYU Men's Basketball Media Relations Director, Tyson Jex. Getting the call. Getting call up tonight for the start. I love it. Tyson, we knew coming into this week we'd learn kind of where this BYU team stands in relation to some of the better basketball teams in the country. It's a great tournament. Uh, it's been a good barometer so far in this one, I think. No, for sure. I think uh, if you look at... Entering this week, six of the eight teams that are here, including BYU, they played in a, a tournament, a postseason tournament, and four in the NC tournament, two in the NIT. Uh, I mean, the three opponents that BYU has faced or will face are all in the top hundred in Ken Palm. You know, I mean, I just uh, you, you want it. You want to leave the island with a win, and it just you uh, you face USC, you face Butler, and then the, the seventh place game, University State, and who's a top fifty team in Ken Palm, <laughs> one of the best 
field goal percentage defenses in the country. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's one of the premier tournaments. Coach Pope talked about that all this week, that maybe the Maui Invitational was the one that rivaled this field, and it's definitely uh, shown that. All right, thanks, Tyson. Coming up next, we're going to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Battle for Atlantis on Paradise Island in the Bahamas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Well, BYU and Dayton Dayton meeting up uh, in the Cougars' closing game here at the Battle for Atlantis. This game, second of four on the Friday slate. Game just wrapped up here. uh, Wisconsin and USC in the third place game. Wisconsin wins that 64-59 later today. Number three, Kansas, will face number 22, Tennessee, in the battle for Atlanta's championship game. Then in the nightcap, it'll be Butler and NC State for fifth place. Winner of the BYU-Dayton game will finish in seventh place. Time now to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. For the sport you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. And today, Coach Pope talks about having to regroup and rebound from uh, not one but two tough losses in two days here in the Bahamas. Well, we'll see. I mean, these guys have, so far in this young season, they've proven that they really want to get better and that they're really interested in, in uh, competing. And so we're just learning how to compete. And so um, I expect the guys to come out and play really hard today and hopefully we'll execute a little bit better. As we talked last night in post game, uh, we talked about Spencer Johnson a little bit, and he got banged up in the game. And you won't have him today. No, he's out today. How do you plan to start today? Uh, we'll start Jax at the two, move Noah to the four, and um, and and go with a little bit of a bigger, longer lineup. How will that uh, change if it does the way you uh, you run your team? Well, you know, we haven't run Jax to the two at all right now, so we're you know the the execution side of it. We'll just we're just gonna have to kind of figure it out as we go um i do think it gives us uh you know a little bit more size and a little bit more length um which i which i like for us it's a lineup that we've we knew that we would get to at some point in the season uh, and the game just forces us to get there a little sooner than we thought we would how do you feel when noah's settled into your team at this point i think noah's been terrific i mean he's competing he's trying to get better every day he's trying to learn how we do things um you know he's done a a solid job uh, protecting the ball. He's kind of understanding our offensive defensive concepts better. He shot it well for us, uh, and he's given us some toughness. Uh, you know, he, he plays hard, and the guys love him. So he's been a great addition to the team. How much has November been that uh, drinking with a fire hose thing for your program right now? Um, uh, you know, we're just trying to learn. Like we're we're trying to learn each other, and trying to learn ourselves. Trying to learn, trying to learn who we can be and what we can do. We're trying to learn how to compete. We're trying to learn how to, you know, there's. There's so many. It's just a young team. Like that's the that's the you know we knew this going in. It's the it's the complication of having a young team. A young new team is a team that um, has so many so many lessons that they have to learn. Where they have to you know. You know, everybody talks about sports. Very few people can actually um, 
put experience behind the words that we say and that's when we really get to know sport and our guys are getting to know sport right now and it's actually a, a really exhilarating process a really really fun process and these guys are really engaged in the process also a super painful process for sure but um, growth is special um, and, and these guys are trying to grow and that's really fun it's been two losing lessons so far this week but what 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 have you liked from what you've seen through two games even though you haven't gotten the results um, well, I think our guys are engaged, and and so I like that. Um, you know, when, listen, we, you know, it just it's super painful. There's there's no way around that. It's um, but but. Um, you know, our our key to one of our foundational principles is getting better, and we are in the process of of getting better. And, um, you know, we want to be a way better team at the end of the season than we are at the beginning of the season. That's really easy to say, and it's really hard to do. It takes some real gut checks and real resolve and and real focus. And and um, you know, so far I've been really proud of our guys with their ability to do that. And and uh, we believe that if we can, you know, put our heads down every day and put our whole hearts on the floor, that we can turn into a good team by the end of the season. You get an Anthony Grant-led Dayton team today. Yeah, great team. Top 25 team. I think they, they were in the top 25 last week. Um, a veteran team. Uh, guys that know each other, know the system, know how to play. Um, and so, and, and Coach Grant's one of the one of the great coaches in college basketball. So, uh, it's a real challenge for us. Do they, do, they, do they look like anybody you've played so far this year? Well, uh, they look like a lot of teams we play. They got tremendous length. Um, they got some athleticism. Uh, they got, you know, bigs that are pretty skilled uh, to the through their four and five spot. Um, they uh, they're really they can be really disruptive defensively at times. Uh, most most of the time they're just trying to be incredibly incredibly solid. Um, they run a lot of actions, like a, a ton of actions. It's a tough, you know, it's a tough 14-hour scout. Um, but, you know, they're a good team, a tough team, a team that's been super successful over the last several years. So it's it's, it's an incredible opportunity for us. Yeah. Finally, Coach, uh, besides the fact that he's just out today, anything you're comfortable saying about Dispenser's situation moving forward? Well, we'll know more when we get home and get some imaging. But, um, you know, I know Spence will do everything he can to get back whenever he's capable of getting back. Coach? Thanks for the time. Good luck in this one, and uh, we'll see you back in town. Okay, thanks, Chief. All right, that's Mark Pope. Time now for today's keys to the game, brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud, and uh, here are my keys to success for the Cougars against Dayton today. Maybe sounds like a bit of a broken record, but turnover is particularly important today against Dayton. They grind you out. It's going to be low scoring, limited number of possessions. You have to be about under 12. I mean, 12 is really like 18 or 19 in a normal game against the teams that play faster. So you've got to keep it under 12. And then secondly, it's going to be tough to get a lot of open shots uh, from the perimeter against this eight team. They do a good job defending the three. So the shot makers are critical. I think uh, Gideon George and Pusini uh, Torre are going to have to have really good games creating their own shots, getting to the rim, and, and scoring for BYU. So... Those are my keys to the game. So as we go to the break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show is next, live from the 
Battle for Atlantis inside Imperial Arena at the Atlantis Resort on Paradise Islands, Bahamas. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, Mark Durant filling in for the great uh, Greg Rubel. Tyson Jecks with me here, Cougar Nation. We're coming to you live from Paradise Island in the Bahamas at the Atlantis Resort. Amazing place. And this is the final day of play at the Battle for Atlantis. Today, BYU Cougars conclude play in the Caribbean against Dayton in the seventh place game. Both teams coming in with three and three records. Excuse me, coming in with three and one records. After arriving in the islands, they've uh, got, they come away with the three and three. BYU losing to USC and Butler. Dayton losing to Wisconsin and North Carolina State. This is Cougar, BYU Shore Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Mark Durant, BYU Men's Basketball Media Relations Director Tyson Jex with you for play-by-play and commentary. Our studio host is the great Jason Shepard. Our control board operators are Corbin Radford and Logan Gardner, Terry South. It's our coordinating producer, our BYU radio engineer is Barry Squires. Our on-site engineer here is Brian Yost. The engineers here have just been fantastic, taking great care of us. We thank Brian and Kirby and others that have helped us here. Our broadcast intern is Shyler Johnson at BYU Radio. And you're turned in on the new skin BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and over-the-air flagship KSL News Radio. 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're also on, of course, the BYU Radio app, radio app and BYUradio.org. Tyson, yesterday's loss was a tough one. BYU rallied from down seven. I think at halftime to lead by five. Butler rallies and hangs on for a five-point win. But the game ended with Spencer Johnson injured. And hope, of course, is that his injury not going to be long-term. The Spencer, as we know, is an integral part of whatever success BYU has this season. You know him really well off the court you interact a lot with these guys we all hope he gets well soon yeah of course um i mean i guess there's gonna be a lot of people question like why wasn't spencer in the game just because of what he's done you know the game winning showing i don't state he's played so well um it's unfortunate because spencer johnson um when he walks into a gym he's not that guy that you look at like that's a, that's a dude right yeah. but like he <laughs> he plays like that guy right he, he put on 18 pounds of muscle um, over the summer because he knew that he needed to, to do that if he was going to be the player that, that Coach Pope and, and them needed. So for him, I mean, I, 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 it is frustrating. It's, it's sad because of the way he's playing, but knowing Spencer, it's just a, a, a small setback because he's not going to be one of those guys that sits down and says, oh, poor me. He's going to be the guy that says, okay, this is what i got to do to get better. This is what i got to do so I can get back and I can help my team. He's just one of the most resilient people that, that I've ever really met. You know, he's been... His journey is incredible, and so uh, we wish Spencer the best, and we, we know that he'll be back soon. I just uh, it's a little frustrating because the way that the, he's playing and the, the part that he's he's made in this team so far this year. All right, good stuff, Tyson. Thanks. Coming up, the BYU Cougar, the Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from the Battle for Atlantis on the Paradise Island in the Bahamas on the new skin BYU Sports Network. 
This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside to rejoin Greg Rubel. Mark Grant filling in for Greg. Greg sitting at an airport right now in the Bahamas listening, I'm sure. Uh, hi, Greg. Always. <laughs> hi, Greg. It's just nice to know he's out there, right, Tyson? Is he? I, I hope he's out there. He needs to be out Making there. Making his way back west for the Stanford game tomorrow. And we're back here with more of the Cougar Tip-Off show, getting you prepped for BYU and Dayton in the final game of the Constellation Bracket here at the Battle for Atlantis. And on this Thanksgiving weekend, we're really thankful for the game of basketball. Now each new season, BYU gives us reason to be encouraged about the current season and a future in the Big 12, Tyson. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of reasons to be to be to be thankful right like we're in the bahamas for thanksgiving yeah um we had i had turkey last night i don't know if you had turkey last night i didn't i had i had an amazing italian meal though so i'm not complaining bueno <laughs> um no i mean i think like you gotta look at like you gotta you gotta just look at the small things right BYU is obviously this weekend i don't think it's gone the way that coach pope would have hoped right you have two losses but you can make that better i just think um we just have so much to be thankful for byu is an incredible institution um we're lucky to have the student athletes that we have and I mean, they have a chance to go out today to, to get a win, and, and I know they'll be thankful for that. Amen, brother. I'm thankful to be here with you. I know your family's here. I love you, and uh, this will be fun. We'll have a good time. We'll see how it goes, you and I, but we'll have a great time. Uh, that's it. The break time again. BYU uh, Cougar tip-off show continues after this live from the Bahamas on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. I'm Mark Durant here. Coming up at the, t- just at the bottom of the hour, it's 3-3 three three BYU facing 3-3 three three Dayton in the seventh place game of the Battle for Atlantis. And we'll see our, our first change in the starting lineup for BYU with the injury suffered by Spencer Johnson on Thursday that we've talked about. As oh, Waterman gets his first BYU start, it'll be Rudy Williams, Jackson Robinson, Gideon George on the guard line with Noah and Husini Torre at the 4-5. and five. We'll get to that and uh, more here in a few minutes. Final word coming up before tip-off. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from the Battle for Atlantis on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. BYU date coming up right now. Coach Pope's 100th game, 71 and 29 through his first 100. Tip off of BYU and Dayton is coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip Off Show from Paradise Island in the Bahamas on the new skin BYU Sports Network.